0: Greetings and welcome to Montessori in Action, a podcast for Montessori educators to remind you that you are not alone. I'm your host, Elizabeth Slade, and let's spend some time listening to what is in the hearts and on the minds of other Montessorians. Our next guest is Hadar Peled, who was born and raised in Israel. She holds a master's degree in education, leadership and management from Tel Aviv University and has taught English, art, drama and worked in special education over the past 20 years, both in the States and in Israel, mainly in public schools. Her mission is to help bring a better education to as many children as possible. She joined the founders of the Montessori School in Israel ten years ago where her three children attended. Five years ago she founded a primary program there and three years ago she opened the first and only adolescent program. She supports three public Montessori schools in Israel and recently co-founded Mila, Montessori Israel Leadership Association. Welcome, Hadar, and thank you for being on Montessori in Action, the podcast.
1: Well, I'm really happy to be here, and thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about public Montessori in Israel, but I was hoping we could start with you talking about why it's important to have Montessori education in Israel.
1: Well, I think Israel is a very interesting and fascinating tiny little place, where so many uh, different kind and variety of population are in really tiny place. So we have different kind of villages from different kind of ethnic background, and we have different kind of nationality, all in a tiny little place, only 10 million people. uh, And with a quite short history, and yet, so many endless conflicts and I believe mm-hmm. that Montessori principles and Montessori approach can might be a part of the answer because I truly believe that first of all every kid deserves to be to be seen and to see others and second I think the education is also something that can connect people. And and I think that it's Mm -hmm. really helping us being part of the citizen of the world. And if we will know through the principles of Montessori of grace and courtesy, to know ourselves, but also to be kind to our friends and then to our neighbors, we'll be more tolerant. And then I think Mm. our special... reality over here,
0: it's really in need of especially Montessori education. Mm -hmm. So uh, will you tell me a bit about the origin of public Montessori in Israel and the story there? Sure. So it's hard to believe,
1: but uh, it started only or already 20 years ago, Mm. uh, in uh, 2000, when a young mother came back to Israel with her children after living in the U.K., And she could not believe that there is no one single Montessori school in Israel. So, like a mother who really takes care of her children, uh, she decided to offer her local school to adopt some of the Montessori principles, uh, such as the mixed age group and the use of materials. And really, uh, it wasn't then and still isn't a Montessori school by definition but that was the start.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it was, it really uh, showed and gave an opportunity to other people to learn about Montessori. Mm-hmm. And it took 10 more years until the second Montessori school, which was no public, the public one opened in 2010, which is mm-hmm. the school I came from. Uh, and only in the past four years, we can see uh, the renaissance of Montessori education in general, in Israel, and especially with new public schools uh, that open every year, uh, there are few sc- uh, schools uh, who take also beside the real Montessori schools that started recently. But in addition, we also have few schools uh, who take few principals and are trying to apply them into
0: their uh, more traditional school mm mm-hmm. So it started sort of Montessori inspired. exactly. And and then in the last ten years, there's been some mon- more Montessori schools, and they have actually been inspiring some of the traditional schools. And there are seven programs open now? Well, actually, I made a little research and I found out there are actually
1: eight now. Okay. Uh, well, so we have three primaries,
0: primary schools, and five elementary schools in Israel. Mm. And the children who go to a primary school, can they then automatically go to an elementary school or what is the system for being able to go? Yeah.
1: So as you can see, there are three primary in two cities. So there are two primaries in one city and one primary in a different city. Uh, In one of their uh, cities, there is no primary, uh, there is no elementary school. The other one uh, in the in the city where there are two primaries, they do have elementary school, and we hope that where there are primaries, they will grow into also an elementary school. Wow. There, is, there is definitely a, a need and a wish, definitely among the parents who asked the uh, municipality that started the primary. To continue their uh,
0: element into uh, elementary uh, education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know in the United States that teacher preparation can be um, a real issue for public programs, is finding ways for teachers to be trained. What sort of support exists for public Montessori on that front in Israel?
1: Well, unfortunately, Uh, I couldn't say there is any kind of support, Mm -hmm. definitely not an official one. Uh, There is no training center, and uh, also none of Dr. Montessori's books were translated into Hebrew, which is our official language. So also the language barrier is an issue over here. Uh, I can say that we do collaborate, So because there aren't that many schools, public or uh, private, so we try to share information. It's not an official way and not an official support, but my school, which it's called Hayeled, it means the child's journey, uh, opens not during COVID-19, mm-hmm. but any other time we uh, open our doors for every week. Whoever wants uh, to come and observe, whoever wants an advice. They invited us to speak with other municipalities who would like to, and mayors who would like to start public Montessori schools in their area or towns or city. And Mm -hmm. we also share materials because it's another issue because obviously Montessori did not write any uh, of her materials uh, to teach Hebrew. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and it's another challenge because Hebrew has a different system comes right. from right to left, and the vowels are different. So, and literacy and other mm-hmm. uh, things. So, that's another thing that we try to support each other. It's mm-hmm. definitely not easy because there are also there are only three teachers who are
0: trained in the entire state of Israel. Wow, wow! So there are Montessori classrooms open with untrained teachers who are learning from other teachers and. There's so much you said I want to ask about, but I'm just curious: Is there any Montessori materials company that makes sandpaper letters or movable alphabet in Hebrew?
1: Uh, we actually have few. It's not a company, but there are people who are really into Montessori, and they actually mm-hmm. they started it as you know. One of them is a graphic designer, and another person. You know, works with uh, woods and do different kind of art, art and crafts, and so they started uh, doing that. You know, just for their own families, and it started growing. But it's definitely a, a challenge. The materials, especially, mm-hmm. you know, we can do cards like classified cards. Obviously, we can do in Hebrew and other uh, things. But definitely, movable alphabet and the sand letter uh, letters are.
0: We're getting there slowly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's starting to crop up that individuals are creating to fill the void of not having those materials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so is there an established inventory in the public schools where every classroom has the same set of materials? Or is it very much driven on what they have access to?
1: It's very it's very from one place to another uh-huh. when you have a stronger wealthier uh a city or municipality who can support the school, so they have more we, you know we have one public school that you know bought everything from Ninhouse. they have beautiful classrooms and others that are go take getting stuff you know one at a time. there is one school who is just started this year. And mm-hmm. they really have no money, and they uh, found they went to this elderly house, and those nice elderly are making their materials mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the elderly house for
0: to support the school. Nice, nice. And is there a connection between the the private schools and the public schools? Where I don't, know, I was involved in in the state of Massachusetts in. Um, private schools that were had lightly used materials that they weren't using anymore if they had closed one of their primary classrooms or to offer them to a public, a startup public Montessori program. And so I would then, you know, be driving around in my family car delivering um, materials from private to public. Does that exist at all in Israel, that sharing between? Well, I think
1: that also, you know, even though we do have Like the big uh, private school that was established 10 years ago, but even when you think in Israeli terms, even a private school doesn't mean it has money. And also, uh, so there aren't that many uh, private schools. Uh, What we do share is knowledge and curriculum. So we usually cannot share materials because... Uh, the, even the everyone's
0: using them. Everyone is <laughs> using it, uh, them exactly, <laughs> yeah. but we do share our knowledge. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And translations of things, I imagine, exactly that's t- very time consuming. hmm Yes. Mm-hmm. So, l- l- can we cycle back to the conversation around teacher preparation because you were sh- sharing that n- a number of teachers in the public Montessori programs haven't yet gotten training what's the forward thinking next step to support that
1: a few things that are going around the first one is we are trying to collaborate with one of their uh, colleges for education and and trying to see what kind of training that it's even it's going to be even if it's a basic one that can be a, it's better than nothing so that's one approach that we are doing So here is the good side for uh, Corona time. Mm -hmm. It means Mm -hmm. Zoom. I know Mm -hmm. that it's really not Montessori thing to study at Zoom, Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. it is an opportunity for the people in Israel. It brings the world closer. So we so some of the so now AMI offered the assistant course or the orientation course online. And we're trying to help and sponsor uh, teachers uh, in the private school and the public school because as many as more teachers will have any sort of training, even if it's just a tiny one, it's yeah. a beginning, it's a start. It's yes. better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So we are taking advantage and collaborating with whoever we can, just like mm-hmm. we learned from you with uh, the workshop of uh, di- about distance learning uh, and there were many uh, teachers from the public uh, schools here who also took your workshop and uh, so we are trying to to do that and to try to see how we can collaborate to help each other
0: it's mm-hmm. definitely
1: we think that we have a lot of work to do
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you like to share about the new organization that you're dreaming up? I would love. So <laughs> I'm, because this is my baby and my mm-hmm. baby
1: uh, is called Mila, which stands for Montessori Israel Leadership Association. And Mila came to the world, uh, or at least to Israel, in order to support and promote the Montessori education and we are privileged, really privileged, to, collab- to collaborate with people all over the world that help us to bring Montessori training to Israel and to connect uh, Montessori to the world. Uh, we want people to have... The, our idea was that we want people to have the right to choose what kind of education they have or, or their kids will get. And we know that without training of the teachers, without no, there is... It's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. therefore, our center is offering support to anyone in Israel and abroad. Uh, it doesn't matter what is your background and whatever, where, where do you live? If you want to have a Montessori education in your town, in your neighborhood, in your house, we, you can reach out and we will be there offering support, offering uh, information, offering uh, tr- we're trying to uh, make the Montessori text more accessible and mm-hmm. offering mm-hmm. Uh, courses and workshops and even helping with everything that is about the environment and architecture because it's really important, uh, mm-hmm. especially in a hot Climate like Israel, Uh, which is a good mm -hmm. thing, by the way, to have a natural light, but we have to Mm -hmm. take it into consideration. And so we are also doing that, doing that. And we are really trying to connect different kind of population. Uh, So I was privileged at the beginning of the year, the school year, to help uh, establish a primary in the very top point of Israel. Just, it's a Mm Druze. Arab uh, village in the border of Syria and at the same time, time doing exactly the same thing in a religious Orthodox town in the South. Uh, mm-hmm. We're doing different kind of things uh, for all the variety, uh, diversity population
0: of Israel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a little education for peace mission.
1: It is. And it, it, I feel so privileged because I, I'm living my dream. I, I do. I live my dream, and my dream mm. is to connect people. I think that if my children will grow up, and when they will grow up, and they will come with all of their knowledge and being tolerant and accepting to others, and if they will meet other people just like that, so maybe one day it will be a little bit more Calm and peaceful, uh, because I I I think about the history of and the life of Doctor Montessori. She lived in really really tough times, two world wars, and you know everything that came and whatever she went through in her life. So and I think if she came out with all of the, those experience with the understanding that we definitely need to have education for peace to change the world. So mm-hmm. I feel that mm-hmm. I have to be a small part, continue this chain of, mm-hmm. of education for peace because this mm-hmm. is the future. And it's not mm-hmm. even my future anymore. It's for my children, my grandchildren, and our neighbors. You know, I when I grew up, I remember... Living through wars, and I remember when I was afraid, and we still have kids who live in fear in Israel and with our neighbors, the Palestinians and the Arabs, and all around the world. I don't want my children to grow, you know, to grow up in a to grow up in a place where they live in fear. I want them mm-hmm. to be to have their moral in them, and I want them to think that all of us were born equal, and we all. Every single child has the right to live in peace and to get good education.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful to imagine Montessori as a um, key piece of that and to be bringing that to all the different constituents. So pleased to hear you're living your dream.
1: I am living my dream and there are there are how days and there are so many different, dif- uh, different difficulties that we have to go through with the government and filling up different kind of forms and with money and all of those things that I keep asking myself, but the children, they don't care about money and they don't care about different kind of forms and regulation and all of those things. And then I'm taking a big, deep breath in and I said, they are kids. And they are going to be great and fine. And we are going to take care of
0: all of these. Well, it sounds to me like you have found your cosmic task, that it feels like work you're drawn to do so that it doesn't even feel like work anymore. Exactly. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much for your time and for being our guest on Montessori in Action.
1: It was really my pleasure and I really thank you for all your work and for the privilege to learn
0: with you and from you. Mm, Likewise, likewise, and your website will be linked on our website. So if our listeners want to investigate your new organization, they'll have a link to do that.
1: Great. Thank you so much. Hopefully we'll get a chance to see each other.
0: That would be great. Looking forward to that time.
1: Great. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Our show is a project of Public Montessori in Action, elevating voices in the community to forward the mission. Our host is Elizabeth Slade. Our producer is Isaac Price Slade. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and sharing it with others. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts.